Fabulous. With your hosts, lifelong friends, Stephanie Hogan and Kevin Loftus. This is our podcast where we talk about pop culture, true crime, life, and whatever we want. Everything is alleged. We will not be accepting cease and desist at this time. Hollywood Hogan is taking a break this week. Um, she's on a mental health leave of absence. She asked me to stop contacting her for the moment. But no, uh, we were going to take today a proper episode, but I do think Hogan needs a little break. Um, and to be honest, I'm, I was drinking yesterday. Didn't really drink too much. I just have a lot of fear right now because honestly, Lexprone alcohol is a cocktail. It really is. I like to say it's actually a truth serum. And that... Um, I like it. Like, I'm happy with who I am. I like who I am. But... It, it's... I'm not a normal person. I'm not acting like a normal person. I don't have the same boundaries as normal people. So... I'm just kind of processing some of the things that are said. And some of the ways that I carried myself yesterday. So I'm just kind of processing that. I'm just kind of thinking about that. But it's liberating being off camera. And anyway, I wanted to talk about some of that stuff and just a few of my other hot topics because Stephanie and me are going to pick up next week. I think she's going to do a Jean Ben Rene segment, which I'm dead for, and I'll do something else. But let's just like chit chat on like some of the stuff that are that's top of mind. You know what I mean? So, okay. First thing is Shira Seven and the Universe Guru. So I've been on this train for a solid six weeks. I as you guys know, I've been in I've been in therapy for a while, like two years I'd say. But I recently took a break. Also recently started Lexpro. And I've been doing really great, but I've just been looking for, I've been developing, I would say, my spiritual side, my wisdom, my thinking on relationships and different things, and was targeted right place at right time on TikTok with these clips of these two women who I don't know their full names, but Shiris, they go on YouTube, they go by Shiris7 and The Universe Guru. Now, they're separate women, quite different content, but it's related, and they just did a video together which looks really fun but basically and listen this is not a full endorsement of everything they're saying by any means and I'm not even the target audience they're, this is strictly for heterosexual women but there's something here that we can all learn there just is but the two of them and they're so funny they're comical like you need to go and watch them but I haven't watched I watched one of their YouTubes but I just t- 
principally get the, the clips on TikTok and they're absolutely epic. Anyway, highly, highly, highly recommend as entertainment, but also as education. Do it. But so while I've been on the spiritual journey, those those have, they've been entertaining me, but I, I did need something else, a bit more specific to me and just a bit more, a bit different because I'm not exactly looking for that. Although, I guess I will take a provider type person who's a great person. I would love that. But also found an Instagram page called Your Diagnonsense with Todd Baratz, who is a licensed therapist. Um, believe he is a gay man, definitely not a straight man. Don't know what his orientation is, but the man is not straight. And um, I actually DM'd him yesterday, so embarrassing with like a personal question. But I am just an embarrassing person. But he, he gives like much more, I think what more people would consider like more mainstream, like healthy advice. But on his Instagram, I think there's a lot of good content. He already has 500,000 followers. And I, I know a lot of my friends already follow him. Um, I don't even know how I found him, but really, really enjoying his content. And um, I've been interviewing therapists, but I have not connected with any one of them at all. I'm just like, like, no offense, but, like, I have, like, specific problems and I'm not about to do a year worth of exploratory therapy with somebody um, paying that much money just to chit-chat. Um, I don't mean to be disrespectful of anybody's qualifications or the process. And I understand, I'm just, like, I don't even want to start a therapy, therapy two years ago. I know this is not how therapy works, but I needed specific help and guidance, not... I don't necessarily just need to talk and it has been very valuable. I, my therapist was great. I learned a lot, but I'm just not in a place where that's going to be helpful for me or that I'm even willing to invest that. Honestly, I'm not willing to invest it. And some of these therapists need to learn a bit more sales skills because I get on the phone with them for a qual call and they think that the deal is done. They think like, oh, he's in the bag. Like he just, he, I just want I just need to learn about him. Yes, you need to learn about me and you need to decide if you want to work with me and what we can do together and what my availability is and what my paying ability is. But you also need to give me a reason to want to work with you. Long pause. Purposeful long pause. You need to give me a reason to want to work with you because I'm going to pay you a lot of money, spend a lot of time telling you things. So what am I going to get out of it truly? Because, oh, like, oh, I have my, my approach, oh, I have a more eclectic approach. Like, that's such a red flag to me. Red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. That means we're just going to be chit-chatting. We're just going to be chit-chatting for 10,000 years, and I have to come up with everything by myself. Like, come on, this is a crack of shit now. I could try, I could do this myself. I could life coach people, truly. Maybe I will. DM me if you want to be life, co life coached and how much you would pay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let me take a water break. Please hold. Okay, we're gonna segue away from the, uh, the heavy stuff and we're gonna move toward our little pop culture recap. But before I get there, I do just wanna say I've been proud of my fitness journey over the last 10 days. I've been doing way better, but I did another TikTok find of mine is this girl, um, the Orvi Chickadee. Fucking hilarious. 
and she, her whole thing on TikTok, she makes these great daily videos about her journey going to Tijuana, Mexico for a full facelift, the whole kit and caboodle, the full facelift, upper bluff, lower bluff, lip lift with um, Dr. Fabian Mendoza at EOC Plastics in Tijuana. She, if you want all the specifics, go to her page. She's great, just really engaging, interesting to talk to or listen to. It does feel like you're talking to her though because she's just so off the cuff and real and gives a lot of great information on this if this is something you're interested in. I'm a 30 year old man, I'm not getting a facelift. I just get sucked into these things. But I came back from New York and gained weight and I was very, very upset and I was like, oh my, I was very upset for a day. Um, and then I just started eating better and I'm, I've been getting much, much better and I'm gonna continue on that journey and I'll be absolutely fine. But I was thinking like, if I do this for a year, eat really well and, and be healthy and fit and I'm not in the place that I wanna be, I'm like totally gonna get lipo. And I, obviously I'm not gonna do it yet because like I think the thing about lipo is, the thing about all these things is it's like none of them is an easy, easy fix. Like you can't just get lipo if you're not eating really well and being really fit. And I think there is a big misconception about lipo is like lipo is gonna make you skinny. It's actually not, it's just gonna shape whatever you have going on. So you kind of need to, you need to be quite I, my opinion, I'm not a doctor. I have never had any of these procedures. I've just read, watched a lot about it, read a lot about it. You're gonna to need to be like pretty thin to see a good, a good result. Otherwise it's just gonna make you like a bit more thin. It's not gonna make you look like you're super fit. So you need to be fit and let's say have like some, some problem areas that are not working out for you. But you'd wanna be like, I'd say a year into a serious fitness routine, if not more probably a couple of years into a serious fitness routine and you're just at the point where you've completely plateaued and I'm nowhere near that because I have not been consistent one bit at all and um, to be honest my body is pretty responsive so I'll probably not need to do this because I think if I can just commit like I'm not going to do the lipo without having committed to a fitness regime for two years and if I commit to a fitness regime for two years I don't think I'm going to need the lipo because I'm not that picky I just don't like having a big gut which I have had when I um when I've gained weight, so that pisses me off. But um, the whole getting surgery in Mexico thing is obviously very fascinating. Let us know if you'd like us to do more about it. There's been some, we all hear a horror story here and there. We all hear a horror story and they are horrific. And it, you know, it's very frightening. Very, it can be very frightening if you get botched, you go somewhere really cheap. I don't know how you get into something like this, but I suppose out of desperation, trying to save a buck do not try to try and save a buck on medical procedures like please if anyone anyone listens to this and is considering a medical procedure obviously please 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 do your research and just make sure think of the worst like what happens if something goes wrong on the operating table do you trust these people to do the right thing for you is there somewhere else they can take you if they need to you know what i mean what happens like um you really have to advocate for yourself in life. <clears throat> I'm a big believer of that. But anyway, so we all know the horror stories, but this woman, the RV chickadee, is kind of all about her thing, she says, is like showing people that you can get good surgery in Mexico. And I think that's that's also fair to say. I feel like let's not let's not just take a position on either way. Like 
there's no need to because both can be true you could also get botched in america and different things although like having going to a board a u.s board certified plastic surgeon i just think is probably quite different i just think the protections there are probably better but i don't know again i'm just making assumptions but anyway she just does have a compelling case though because she goes to this place called eoc plastics which is like a coordinator so they kind of sort everything out for you they have a facebook group with forty thousand people in it mostly women um all sharing their experiences talking about preparing for surgery afterwards posting before and afters the orv chickadee will say that this is what made her want to do it and that she's she'd been looking at before and afters of facial plastic surgery for 10 years and had seen this her this doctor that she went with dr fabian mendoza is the best one she'd ever seen um obviously you save a lot of money doing this um you basically go down to san diego eoc plastic sends the shuttle for you takes you right to the hotel um which i believe is at the clinic or beside it in tijuana um everything is beautiful everything is looked after you're there for like seven days um full aftercare for like six days or whatever it is i'm butchering the days um just everything done for you whereas you go to someone in the u.s it's going to be several times the price and you really don't get that much aftercare um included in the base packages is my understanding it's like literally the minimum and then they want you out there because it's expensive to keep somebody in a bed and look after them so everything is an add-on whereas they're like they kind of just look after you end to end because they obviously know the americans can pay for it and i think they want it as well because they probably want to have the control over your care and just make sure you're okay this is my assumption but anyway this place eoc plastics is more known for weight loss surgery and i don't know i've just seen i'm sure i think they can do everything but um the big thing is like um like full body um like s- tommy talks not tommy talk i don't know what this what the name is but like whenever they get rid of a ton a ton of excess skin and um <laughs> like literally chop off a bunch of your skin like get rid of whatever weight is left you've probably already been on a weight loss journey but for people who've lost a huge huge amount of weight and there's a lot of excess skin um the afters are pretty gruesome to be honest because there's a whole line around the hip and then there's a whole line under the chest area and then they put in new boobs it's like everything but in fairness like it's a huge change for people and you know i so support anyone who gets to that point where they were very very large or overweight and then loses it all and then are left with the excess skin like fair play for doing that and god bless you and godspeed if you do get surgery to get rid of that skin and fair play and gosh it's funny though when you do get into surgery stuff people people who get really into it and then post or comment on before and afters because people will be posting these raw afters where they're still healing so much and they're like oh my god i'm so happy and everybody's like wow so happy the work looks amazing and like i think they're being genuine but it's just like you get i think these people get used to looking at afters of facial surgery and body surgery where to me the scarring and the swelling is so gruesome where they're just like they have the eye for it now where they can see oh it's gonna look amazing when the swelling has gone down etc etc I can't look past the scarring and everything. Like I need to, I need to see you several years years after you've healed, or like 
with your makeup on and everything like I can't, I can't do it it's so much to look at but anyway that's been um a fun little a fun little like vibe I've been going down okay not us being 25 minutes down this rabbit hole of me talking absolute shite but this is why the podcast is so great for me just to get this out but I am moving from my bedroom to the living room which is so dark because my poor neighbors can probably hear my little deep voice I mean, it's 7 a.m., so I've been I've been doing this since like 6.30, so they can hear, probably hear my fucking voice, so I want to leave them off a bit. Um, not sure I'm ready to open the curtains out here, but I am coming back to life. Come here, should I go, it's 7 a.m. right now, should I, after I hang up this, should I work and then go to the gym at 10, or should I drive to Runyon Canyon while it's quiet and do a little hike? Um, it's actually cloudy as fuck out there, so I'm leaning towards work and then the gym because I do need to do my work. Not sure can I even tell you what happened last night. It's just a little close to home, but no, let me say. So I, no, not even, let's not even go down that rabbit hole. It wasn't anything crazy. I just have a lot of fear from some people that I called, some, um, Some things that were said, you know, you know, just the use. Okay, I'm tucked on the couch right now. This is much better. So let's get into fun pop culture things. That was just too much. That whole segment was so heavy. So sorry, guys, but needed to let that darkness out of me. Okay, Kim Zolchuk and Croy Behrman filing for divorce. This is crazy. This is crazy to me, honestly, unexpected. But Kim Zolchuk was pretty epic on Atlanta because she's just so wild I'm talking about Rises of Atlanta original cast member Kim Zolchuk I think she was the only white cast member been together 11 years I think with her former NFL boyfriend her husband Croy Beerman who always seems like a lovely lovely guy they always seemed truly madly deeply in love and a great couple and they've been having a lot of financial issues so a lot of people think that that's that's led to the divorce. Um, they've been denying the financial issues publicly for over a year, which is kind of embarrassing because so much of it is court record. Like their um, home was going to be up for auction at one point, but then they paid off the lien that was owed. Like very sad. A lot of people are alleging that she has a gambling addi- addiction or a gambling issue which is really, really sad as well. So I feel I feel sad for them, honestly, because it seemed like they had a lot of love for each other. There's actually small kids involved, which I didn't really know. I kind of am only familiar with the oldest two. Um, I hope they get back together. I'm not going to lie. I hope they get back together. But yeah, that happened. Wish them both well. Britney Spears. We haven't talked about Britney Spears on the podcast very little. Um, because... It can be heavy for me. I'm like a number one Britney Spears fan. So I just like don't want to do it unless I'm going to do it right. But the only thing I'm going to talk about is there are rumors that she is starting to plan a musical comeback, which I'm only gingerly even entertaining as, as potentially true because some of the sources seem a little bit more legit than others 
and I'm really, 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 really excited for this. And I have long been on the train of, listen, she doesn't owe us anything and she may never make music again and we just have to be happy with it. She's obviously given us a lot. We also have AI now, so we can get little, we can keep ourselves entertained a bit on the sidelines. Obviously that's a whole other thing. Maybe that's not ethical, whatever. But it's been alleged or rumored that she may be planning a musical comeback, recording a mini album or EP type release, um, but not doing any um, likely promotion or concerts or performances. And this is what I have been advocating for four years, um, ever since honestly, Queen B, Beyonce started switching up the release game by not doing promo, doing surprise releases, things like that. Now, obviously, Beyonce still puts a huge, huge amount of work into her releases and like not just musically, but also with the videos and then she'll do big tours and stuff. But, you know, and with streaming and everything, everything's just so different. And obviously, Britney Spears is Britney fucking Spears. Like, she doesn't need to do anything. So my whole thing is like, let the girl go into the studio and play around and make art that she loves don't put it in any bounds of this has to be a single this has to sound like that you need to record a video you need to do radio promos you need to do this you need to do that no just let her go and play around in a studio and if something sticks enough she can put it out and honestly i think that could lead to her you know her ray of light her which is the 97 madonna album that like is groundbreaking you know what i mean it's like that could lead to something really amazing from her for the fans but also for herself so i for one that i'm not the only one i'm super super excited about this i hope this is true but even um she is so talented musically people don't understand that about her she is a true creative um and really progressed her own music in crazy and cool ways that has been very influential that people always underestimate only big pop girls only like the pop fans really know broader broader like people don't understand how influential she actually has been in music not just her major impact that she's had as Britney Spears but her influence in the studio on all of the uh, like the later albums she's been on has been very influential to music in general um so it would be really 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 amazing to hear what's inside of her brain and how she chooses to express herself and i really really hope that she does okay selling sunset trailer for season six came out oh my god that must be soon i must check if that's out oh my god it's so it looks so 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 good i think that me and stephanie should recap it episode by episode because I know I'm going to watch it all like in one go and um, I just want to savor it, you know, and I want to chat about it with you guys. So I would love to chat about it. So let me know if you're interested in that. Um, Vanderpump Rules reunion is also coming up soon. So that's really excited. Um, that's really exciting. I still honestly, sorry, I'm kind of a Raquel stan. I don't support what she did at all. I don't support what Tom Sandoval did. Of course, we don't support a cheating situation like that it's horrible but apart from that I love her I'm so sorry don't at me 
And there's also Heather McDonald, Megan Weaver, Bravo Associated Drama that I'm interested in. May bring up on a future app. Um, also something going on with the casting of Cleopatra. I don't know. It's some kind of series about Cleopatra that's been made. They um, cast a black lady as the lead. The poor actress now. Forgive me, I don't know her name. Let me find her name. I don't want to. That's kind of rude. Yes, so it is a Netflix series. The actress's name is Adele James. Poor, poor Miss James has been dragged into this race debate. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure this is not what she wanted as an actress. Um, essentially, they cast a black person. They cast her as black. I think there's been a lot of debate. There's a lot of historic debate over what race Cleopatra would have been. I don't know. I'm not a scholar. To be honest, I think putting modern racial constructs on a historic figure like that is going to be very difficult. I think people probably look different. Again, not a scientist, but I'm sure people look different. Um, And God knows what her heritage was and what she looks like. I just don't even think any text is reliable on something like that. Like, anything written down about her, like, how reliable can that be? Like, people who saw her or people who heard about her and also she's a powerful royal figure so she could probably control a bit what was written about her and especially about her um, appearance because you know many people would be particular about that it's just like editing on a photo you can if you're an ancient Egyptian back in the day you can probably get it edited that like you have a cute nose on the stone tablet even if you don't like I don't know but it's so basically they cast a black actress and it became controversial I think more in Egypt more so than anywhere else I think Egypt just I think anybody who's really up in arms is this is kind of exposing themselves as as racist I'm so sorry um <clears throat> but on the other hand I can understand if you feel this is your one representation of your culture as an Egyptian and they're butchering it while wow, butchering is really butchering is really the word of the day here but I can understand if you feel like they're butchering it and not representing you and your people. Like, Egyptians deserve to be seen too. Um, and I, like, Egyptians, I guess, are not black, or at least they're not the same kind of black. But I mean, honestly, like, I don't know, guys, just let it go. I don't know, just let it go. So now a national broadcaster in Egypt is doing their own version of this and they're going to cast a white person or an Egyptian person I don't really know I just think everybody's so sick of all this like they're just they just are I just think people need to do their best and people need to respect good intentions and move on and not every representation is going to be be all and end all and I just think um, we're very jaded to these conversations now and everybody who takes a strong position either way is going to be seen with a lot of skepticism Uh, and again on a serious note like just in general like on like political whatever i just met somebody yesterday a really great person a really interesting day yesterday but this person we had a great conversation he explained to me two recent incidents but one in particular where he was a victim of gay bashing in East Hollywood slash Silver Lake area um, a man nearly knocked him down got out of the car started verbally abusing him um, 
he managed to run away. And then when he got to a safer space, the man found him again. He was circling around a few blocks away. The man found him again, got out of his car, chased him and um, got on the ground and started beating the crap out of him. And only for another car that stopped. So the guy also, the victim of this had pepper spray and did spray the guy. It just wasn't enough. Got a good spray on him, but it wasn't enough to stop him. 20 year old white man in a nice car. You know, a white, nice, a sedan. I don't know what is it, a BMW, Audi, Mercedes, but it was a car like that. Um, only for some random car stopped. And um, eventually the guy stopped because he had witnesses, but God knows what he was going to do to him. But like this is, this is, this is what I'm talking about when I, because I'm very progressive and I'm conscious when I criticize conversation about certain kinds of conversations about things that to me are more esoteric, like representation issues or pronouns. I know it's not an either or, I know it's not an either or, but I just think like, people getting beaten up, people losing their jobs, people struggling in poverty. Like to me, this is like, these are, these are the top issues that us progressives need to keep talking about. And I'm a victim of this too. So I will stop talking about, I'm going to stop talking about the BS stuff as I see it. And unless I've got something good to say, because I'm not contributing in a helpful way. If I, if I don't say, if I don't talk about things properly. So, but I did just want to tell that story because I just think this is more important. Okay. And that's all I got. I need to wrap things up. I'm going to do my work. I'm going to do my work right now. Go to the gym at 10 and then have a nice day and just forget about the fear. It's done now. It's whatever. We'll just keep it moving. Thank you so much for listening. Did also just want to shout out. Um, Disney for going after DeSantis love that there's some great podcasts on that if you're interested but yes let's fight back against fascism really proud of Disney for doing that really proud of Dominion for winning their lawsuit against Fox we all need to sue for defamation I'm talking about Hillary I'm talking about AOC I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi we need, everybody needs to sue for defamation when these fascists lie on TV Wow, what a light episode on a Sunday morning. JK, so sorry, guys. I hope that was interesting. Love you so much. Me and Hollywood Hogan will be back very, very soon with something fun. We'll be back on camera. Have the best week. Text me, call me. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. This has been Allegedly Fabulous with Kevin Loftus and Stephanie Hogan. Please give us a rating and review. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear your take. You can follow us at Allegedly Fabulous everywhere. That's Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcasts. On Twitter, we are at Allegedly Fab. And you can get me at Kevin T. Loftus, K-E-V-I-N-T-L-O-F-T-U-S. And Stephanie is at Steph Hogan, S-T-E-P-H-H-H-O-G-A-N. Thanks, Mel, and see you next time.